This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. The Judicial Service Commission, the JSC, has recommended and recommended last week that President Ramaphosa, Sir Ramaphosa, suspend two judges, Judge Tsifiwe uh, Maumela and Judge Nomonde Mkribisa Tusi. Those are the two judges that, of course, the JC, JSC has recommended be suspended, and you'll hear why in a second. It's also pending the outcome of the Judicial Contact Tribunal hearing into those particular two judges. The judges failed, and this is the reason, the judges failed to deliver their judgments timelessly. And, of course, the numbers in that particular instance are quite huge. On the first one, Judge Judge Maumela, 12 instances of that particular nature, and Judge Mkubisa, 2C, 20 instances of that particular nature. The also um, the verdict of or rather the ruling of that particular tribunal says with immediate effect. I'm going to try to find out what that also means. But yes, in the meantime, all were delivered subsequent to the lodging of um, Lambo's complaint. And that is the person who then would have laid the particular complaint um, it would have been Judge President Dunstan Mlambo, head of the court, the, jo- the Gauteng and Johannesburg Pretoria Division. But let me bring um, Mbekizele Benjamin Mbekizele Benjamin, into the conversation. And also then um, Advocate uh, Tsunzuka Maluleka into the conversation. And that is the president of the Al- Amalgamated Lawyers Association and a researcher at Judges Matters. Mbekizele, a researcher at Judges Matters. And uh, Tunzuka, uh, president of the Amalgam- Amalgamated Lawyers Association. Let me bring you both into the conversation and say, Mbekizeli, welcome to Power Perspective. Welcome to Power 98.7. Uh, good evening, Denzel, and uh, good evening to all the listeners and, and the advocate that we have there. Thank Abs- you so much for having us. Absolutely, man. Let me let me talk to you, advocate uh, Tsunzuka, uh, president of the Amalgamated Lawyers Association. Thank you so much for joining us here on Power Perspective on Power ninety eight point seven. Good evening. Thank you so much, Denzel, and to Benjamin and the listeners of uh, Power FM ninety eight point seven. Absolutely. <laughs> advocate, let me let me start with you, advocate, uh, and just ask you a broad. A broad question. Firstly, um, you know, when when something like this does happen, and and uh, you do have um, the the uh, the judicial conduct tribunal hearing making a particular recommendation to the president around judges, it's really about judging the judges in this particular instance with the judge president there, uh, Dunstan. Mlambo uh, making um, you know these particular recommendations to the president. Where where does an institution like yours uh, begin to get involved in an incident of this particular nature? And where where and how do you particular begin to take a stance on a on a matter of this particular nature? Well, thank you, Denzel. To start with, um, let me impress upon our listeners that um, it's quite. Re- Regrettable and unfortunate that things like this would unfold at this day and era. Mm. More particularly, mm. um, it, 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 it's indeed a sad day for our democracy and mm. in the history of our judiciary mm-hmm. that we should be confronted with these kind of issues. Mm. Nonetheless, that said, consequential to the purported complaints that were lodged by uh, uh, Mulambo JP mm. of the Houting Division of the High Court against the the justices concerned to mm. which Maumela and Trevisa uh, to see JJ. Mm. Um, you, you would appreciate that these processes would only happen subsequent to those complaints which, which would have ordinarily Mm. laid at the doorsteps of your your judicial service commission or in particular your judicial conduct committee mm. 
then they would be looked at along those lines. Mm. But then where do we come in as as Amalgamated Lawyers Association? Mm. Look, we we are for justice. We are an institution or an organization or an association of lawyers. Mm. Ordinarily, this affects the rule of law. This affects the principle of legality. Mm. This goes to the core of the administration of justice. Mm. This seeks to deal with your litigants on daily basis in our court, mm. whom these judgments seek to address their plight. So that's where we come in as legal practitioners, as lawyers, to say, but then what does this entire situation speak to? Mm. And we do so now by seeking to interrogate um, what is it that was operative in the de- in the mind of the decision maker. Yeah. In this case, the Judicial Conduct Committee. And from where we're sitting, mm. as or from where we sit, as as an association, mm. we are in the dark because we 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 cannot understand what what informs the decision at hand. Mm. At one particular instance, you are told this was a complaint lodged against uh, the two justices for 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 failure to deliver numerous reserve judgments. Mm. Then fast forward what we have had, we we are equivalently told that these judgments were since delivered, mm. uh, albeit uh, very late mm. after they were reserved. Mm. But then it speaks to one thing. We now have a situation where recommendations were made by this uh, Judicial Conduct Committee mm. that the two justices uh, should then be suspended by the President of the Republic of South Africa. Mm. Then we quickly then have to go to your impending uh, statistics on uh, on uh, the, 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 the impending statistics, which is your annual uh, report by the Office of the Chief Justice, mm. Uh, which should have been uh, communicated or delivered to members of the public insofar as reserved judgments are concerned. Mm. We last heard about those statistics way back in December 2021. Mm. Uh, December 2022, or as of 31st December 2022, we have not been told as to where do we stand in terms of these uh, um, reserved judgments in various divisions of our court. Mm. But I can tell you right now, Denzel, that uh, fortified in our conscience, that it's not only the Honorable Justice Maumera and Mkwebisa uh, Tusi who may have numerous reserved judgments, mm. which could not be delivered within your period of three months in terms of the norms and standards mm. as, as promulgated by the Chief Justice Mokhweng uh, Mokhweng as he then was. Mm. You would have numerous judges uh, who have these judgments. Even in your magistracy, you have those. Mm. Then the question remains, why these two judges are being singled out? Mm. Is it a question of a, a political uh, issue at play? Is it targeting at play? What is it at play? And we seek to interrogate that position. Mm. Let me let me just before I before I go to Mbekizeli, uh, just ask you, Advocate, what what is the the terminology around suspend? What what does that entail? When a when when I understand a a particular person is suspended in the work environment. That's also then pending an investigation, a further investigation, maybe uh, suspended. What what does it entail when a judge would be suspended? How how does that practically operate? I I, I understand there's suspended versus impeachment, and we're not talking about impeachment. But a suspended judge would would operate how, or what would the be what would be the implications? Well. Since we're dealing with members of the public here, mm. let's just have regard to the literal meaning of the word suspension in, mm. the, co- in the context of uh, employment. 
when when an employee or a public officer or a public office bearer is suspended one would would imagine they they would not have to deal with they are they job description or they work in the ordinary sense because they are on suspension but under the prevailing circumstances we are informed they are to be suspended mm. but on suspension they are to do what to continue with their work continue in their continue with their work how mm. by finalizing numerous reserved judgment mm. that were, were, were should have been delivered timely so it's it's the literal meaning of suspension mm. simply put mm. you should not be involved in your daily mm. work Mm. If Denzel is suspended today from Power FM, mm. we can have a situation where you are on radio. Mm. That that's the simplicity that's the, to it. Mm. So 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 the so the practical sense of the terminology is the practical implication of how it gets 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 implemented in practice. Precisely. So is it suspended for a particular period, suspended for a particular time, or while an investigation is is happening, or does a suspension lead to you know impeachment? In this particular case, you you then obviously deliver all your subsequent uh, you know uh, you know um, uh, judge judgments, and and then what, what 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 really happens? I'm just trying to understand whether the suspension is until you actually have because it was suspended but you have to deliver your judgments but but the suspension would would there be a time you know deliverance to it would would it would it entail a further investigation would it would it lead to impeachment or would it lead to anything or is it just it it, it you can't be suspended for a for a, a um an in an indefinite, an indefinite time there needs to be a a consequence management at the end what what how how does this particular thing work out at the end well well the long and short of it you'd you'd recall that the judicial service commission moves in terms of the provisions of section 19 of the judicial service commission act mm. um in particular subsection 1 thereof which which uh provides amongst others that whenever it appears to the commission mm. um, that on account of a recommendation by the committee which is the committee that uh, presided over the issues in question mm. um, uh, in terms of section 16 i think subsection 4 thereof or, or on any other grounds that there are reasonable grounds to suspect that a judge number one is suffering from an incapacity mm. Number two is grossly incompetent. Mm. Number three is guilty of gross misconduct. Mm. Then, then that then paves way uh, for the for the provisions of Section One Seven Seven of the Constitution Act One O Eight of uh, uh, Nineteen Ninety Six to come into play. Mm. That um, the Commission must request the Chief Justice to appoint a tribunal in terms of Section Twenty One. Mm. Then when they appoint such a tribunal, then at the same time, they would invoke the provisions of Section 177, Subsection 3 of the Constitution, Mm -hmm. which is to advise the President of the Republic of South Africa, if it is desirable, Mm -hmm. that these uh, individuals in question, in this case, uh, Maumela and uh, Mtevisa Tusi JJ, should be suspended. Mm. So, so when they are suspended, it's pending a process, which would may lead to impeachment. Okay, and 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 what not? Got that you. is the long and short of it. Got you, advocate. Mbeki Zeli, uh, Mbeki Zeli. Um, a lot has been said right up until this particular moment. Judges matter. Where where are you on this particular? incident where are you on the various viewpoints that have been raised up until this particular time um and 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 you know the the whole viewing of of the scenario in front of us where where has judges you know judges matters taken a particular stand around this particular issue how how have you positioned yourself 
Uh, well, firstly, um, we in, uh, welcome the appointment by the Judicial Service Commission of a Judicial Conduct Tribunal mm. to investigate the circumstances on why the two judges um, delayed in delivering judgments. Mm. Uh, you spoke earlier uh, that um, Judge Ngubisa Tusi had about 20 instances where she took an unreasonable yeah. time to deliver judgment. Yeah. Judge Mahumela had about, I think, 12. 11. Uh, yeah, 12, 12 um, yeah. instances where he delayed in delivering judgments. Mm. And uh, as, as the advocate rightly points out, um, they are not the only judges who are, are in this predicament. And mm. in fact, they have delivered judgments. Mm. But the real reason why this tribunal is important is to find out the root causes of why this problem uh, uh, persists. Mm. So, for example, uh, over an, a number of, of years, um, the the two judges have delayed in, in uh, delivering judgment. So mm. in some instances, they took about six months. In other instances, they took 12 months. And then later on, in some of the judgments, they took about 24 to 29 months. Mm. So, so and, I'm, and, I'm told, and I'm told three months is your general standard to deliver. Yes, the norms and standards say that a judge should take about three months, mm. but of course it is adjusted depending on the circumstances. So a judge in Pretoria would probably be given a little bit more leeway because of the workload mm. that that court has. And it would be different, for example, from a judge in Kimberley or, or Bloemfontein or even Bisho. Um, mm. they, they would be uh, 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 sort of accommodated considering the workload and the complexity of the cases that they're dealing with. Mm. But, but the most important thing that we hope come out of this uh, tribunal is really to look at things like is there a sufficient support given to judges for them to deliver judgment on time? Mm. We know that, for example, Pretoria deals with huge matters that involve, for example, the office of the public protector, mm. uh, the office of the president, and, and those matters usually require additional research. And, and the question would be, is there enough research support given, the ju- given to the judges for them to, to do the work that they need to? Um, the other question is on, on judicial wellness, because the two judges implicated in, in this particular complaint mm. um, have indicated that they did have health challenges mm. that prevented them from delivering the judgment on time. Um, and, and, and the question would be, what kind of accommodations were made in order to uh, accommodate those health challenges that the judges face? And know that there are a number of judges, particularly in Gauteng, mm. who are, are on long-term medical leave because they are just not coping with the workload. So, so the, the tribunal must also investigate those kinds of circumstances and, and maybe speak to more a, system, a, a systemic um, remedy or intervention rather than just focusing on the two judges. Sure. But at the same time, we expect accountability. Um, in as much as the two judges have indeed delivered most of the judges, the, I mean the judgments, we can't deny that in the two years that they were not able to deliver a judgment, there were people waiting for uh, maintenance. There were people waiting for their estates to be finalized, and those mm. people have been uh, prejudiced, right? And and so the judges must account. Right. With with great power comes great responsibility. And so just like judges are given a lot of power in our constitutional democracy, rightly so, they mm. must account for that power. So so the other component of this tribunal is the accountability element, which we also hope to see. So in all, judges matter is supportive of the process. Mm. Of course, I echo uh, what the advocate said, that it's not a good position for our judiciary to be in. It's mm. not a good look uh, for, for our judges to be um, in, in such a, a situation like this. And we do hope that um, the, there are many others, like uh, the advocate said, the, the, the reports that the, the Office of the Chief Justice used to produce, and unfortunately they don't produce now, they indicated that it is a, a systemic problem across the country, even in the, in the specialist courts like the labor court. Mm-hmm. There are lots of judges who, who have outstanding judgments, and we hope that the, the JSC is now taking this issue seriously because it does affect the confidence of, uh, that people have in the judiciary, but also just I think it affects 
ordinary people who are awaiting justice, right? Mm. They say justice delayed is justice denied. And so this is something that the JSC should have long stood up and taken action uh, about. And, 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 sure. and perhaps now the judge president, having led and, and laid this complaint, hopefully it would en- encourage um, uh, more movement within the judiciary sure. to hold judges accountable, but also provide support where it is necessary. Because Eli, then let, let me, you know, my understanding of, of looking at, at these these things in front of me, let me let me see if me and you agree here. And, and you, you've brought up the whole issue of, you know, um, within within that judicial conduct tribunal hearing, you know, um, the judges would have been asked for various reasons as to why they could not have delivered on those particular judgments. And, and both of them would have brought up ill health and personal issues. So bro- both of them would have brought up those particular things. It's almost like, you know, a, a, a hearing into, into, you know, uh, uh, an issue of why did this happen and give the reasons why that happened and then they would explain themselves and and considering that explanation, you know, a, a particular route is followed. In this particular instance, even though ill health and personal issues might have then been given, it seems then as though those were not taken into factor or they did not carry enough weight because ultimately the recommendation then is still made to the president, you know, for them to be uh, suspended. So do we agree that even though they would have put forward whatever reasons they they would have suggested, you know, is, is the reason for those particular judgments not having been done, those those reasons might not have been taken into account or been weighed as heavily as they should have because the recommendation was still made that they be suspended um that not necessarily uh, so um the process is 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 this for when you lay a complaint uh, against a judge Mm. it start off at the at the JSC with the secretariat mm. and they send it to the deputy chief justice mm. who then forward it to the judicial conduct committee sure. and until it gets to the judicial conduct committee usually the complaint just uh, goes according to what the complainant has put forward in an affidavit got you only when it gets to the judicial conduct committee is the judge given an opportunity to give a, an explanation, and and that is also done on paper on mm. affidavit, which which that, which seemingly they did. Yes, they they mm. did. Yes, they did submit uh, uh, statements to say these mm. are the circumstances around those those judgments, mm. and 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 this is where it becomes critical. According to the the uh, judicial conduct committee's reports on the two judge judgments, they say yes. And there were four judges uh, on 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 both of the yeah. on, on the committee on both of the complaints. They say yes, we hear that the judges have given explanations, reasonable explanations for what has happened, but we don't have investigatory uh, powers. Mm. So it seems as if in one instance. In one of one of the complaints relating to one of the judges, it seems as if it's a recurring issue. Yes, we see that he raised issues about, uh, or let me rather say, they raised issues about about health conditions. But it seems as if there were previous uh, instances where the health condition couldn't have covered this, and it seems as if there were delays even in that process. Mm. But because we can't investigate whether that in fact is what happened, let's rather send it to the tribunal which has investigatory powers mm. which has the power to look deeper into the issue look at the health conditions look at the workload look at the kind of interventions that were made because one of the points that was raised is that some one of the judges raised an, an issue with the judge president about the health conditions and what kind of support they can be given so the JCC couldn't at that time interrogate deeply into what the, J, the the judge president said because the law doesn't allow them to go beyond the papers that were before them. So mm. the reason why they sent it to a tribunal is because the tribunal does have those powers. Mm. It can mm. investigate deeper and say, actually, this is the version that the judge has given. Let's 
ask for more documents. Let's ask for more reasons from the judge president. Let's ask from the secretaries, the researchers, everyone involved in the court, so that we get to the real issues. It might very well be that the, the, the judge is not and not even at fault. It's more of a systemic issue. Mm, mm. But at the JCC stage, they can't do that. The, only the, tri, the tribunal sure. can go into those details. So that is why it went ahead to the tribunal. And ordinarily, when the JSC um, recommends that a tribunal be appointed, a judge is placed on suspension. So usually the the, the, the uh, JSC, the Judicial Service Commission now, mm. it will advise the president to say, look, this judge should be placed on suspension pending the tribunal, and these are the conditions of the suspension. So the con- one of the conditions of the suspension is that the judge must finalize all the cases that they have started to deal with, and they, but they may not take on any new cases. Sure. So which is why in, in, in this particular case, uh, Judge Maumela is dealing with the Senzo Meiwa trial, for mm. example. Mm. And, and the condition uh, that the JSC put um, is that he, he will have to continue with that work and finalize that work even when president has determined his date of suspension. So quite possibly the, the president might say 1 June is his date of suspension, but beyond 1 June, he would still have to deal with the Senzo Meiwa trial up until completion. And that's to protect the, the, the witnesses and everyone involved, because if Judge Maumela were to say he's suspended and he's no, no longer able to do any judicial work, mm. that means that case would either have to wait until the tribunal is gotcha. finished or it would have to go before another judge, and that judge would have to start all of this work from scratch, which, again, either one of those options is not acceptable because it would be unfair on, on, on the witnesses, on the families, on everyone involved in this case. So the, the best option is to let the judge continue up until the end and finalize the case. Got you. Advocate, let me just bring you back in. And do you want to yeah. do you want to weigh in on 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 you know just the questions I've put to Mbekizeli there, and weigh in on some of the the aspects around around the kind of you know uh, reasons that they gave the ill health and the personal issues and that particular. I've got I've got so many questions, but but maybe maybe you've got you know, an interesting aspect on or a take, a different take on on, you know, the issue at hand here, just on on on, you know, the judges and the and the and the reasons they raised per se as to, you know, why they would have gotten into the position that they have been in. Yeah, thank you so much, Denzel. Uh just to weigh in on what uh Legazel said mm. is he's spot on in terms of those processes that mm. they should have their day before the tribunal so that we we get to interrogate all these factors, mm. wait together, then we come to some sort of a just, equitable and fair decision. But then ours, it's simply one question, mm. which is to ask, why must heaven fall mm. now that these two justices could not deliver numerous reserved judgments timelessly. Mm. Why must heaven fall? Because if if heaven must fall, mm. then we need to to then regress or retrospect to say what happened to uh, Judge Begezeli, Judge Maluleke in in 2023. In 2022, in 2020, when he, he, he was in a similar situation, mm. and and how did, do we deal, or did we then deal with the issue of the reserved judgments that mm. we spoke about now, that we still await, we're still twiddling our thumbs, insofar as the impending updated uh, annual report on reserved judgment by the Office of the Chief Justice is concerned, mm. which would reveal over and above that various divisions are struggling with delivering their judgments in terms of the uh, norms and standards. And by the way, Denzel, the, the issue mm. of norms on, and standards, it, mm. it's not couched in a peremptory or mandatory uh, 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 form to say you must, as in deliver those judgments within three months. Mm. It is recommended that you should 
thrive and thrive as a judge to deliver your judgments within three months. There are instances where you cannot and, and justifiably so. But here we ask, why must heaven fall? Why must it be suspension? Mm. Because there are, there are other ways. Talk about apologizing to, to, to all the litigants. Talk about which is man. which is okay. what they also did. They they pronounced on on their ill health. They pronounced on their personal issues, and yes. and and also they delivered an apology to 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 their particular you know uh, litigants. No, no, we mean we mean on the side on the side of the judicial conduct committee. Mm. It can meet out such a sentence if you you check in terms of uh, mm. section seventeen. Of, of so the, an apology the, could just have been one of the conditions by which they yes. are, they they could have okay apology a reprimand a written warning or mm. any form of compensation or appropriate counseling mm. attendance of a specific training course or any other appropriate corrective measure so the question why is why must, must heaven be, fall mm. yes why must why must heaven fall on this too Mm. As we are saying, as the Amalgamated Lawyers Association, we need to interrogate what is it that was operative in the mind of the decision maker mm. when this decision was taken, mm. because there might be politics at play. Mm. There may be targeting at play. We're so, not sure, but until such time, we are finished with the record of this Judicial Conduct Committee, the reports that Mbegazeli spoke about then would be in a position to interrogate and also take into consideration the submissions made by these justices involved Mm. to say was this justified. And on that score, in conclusion, Mm. on this point, on that score, you would recall, Megazel would support this. I understand that amongst the the members of the Judicial Conduct Committee, Mm. there were two judges, there was a split decision there. Two of the justices who presided over this matter said, but is this sentence or is this uh, 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 this recommendation not too harsh? Mm. Is it not too harsh? Mm. Then, then that, that then speaks to the issue to say, why must heaven fall? Is this not too harsh? Are there no any other issues, which I mean, other, other remedial or corrective measures that we could look at mm. other than suspension? Sure. Let me bring let me bring Tsepo into the conversation. Tsepo, Tsepo, you've been listening. Mm, yes, hey, thank you, Denzel. How are you? I'm good, bro. Yeah, and oh, to all the participants, ne? Yeah. Yeah, I I'll reserve my comment. <laughs> but I've got a lot to say. You you you're on the air now, Chief. You can't reserve. You you're on the air now. So so <laughs> let's let's hear you out. No, don't be biased. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but it is what it is, ne? Yeah. So, so, yeah. so, what's, what's your, what's, what's, what's the point you want to make, Tepo? Ah, uh, on us, by us, for us. That's all. Uh, thank you, Ne. Th- thank you so much, Tepo. Tepo, Tepo has so much to say. Phoned in, and then it's on us, by us, for us. Tepo in, uh, um, well, he's on the road. Let me let me get back to you, advocate, because I want to pick up on a conversation then that you and then I'll and then I'll get to Mbekizeli just on the, on on that issue. So yes. I want to go to the end now, and and then come back to 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 the aspects that we're dealing with. But but I but I have a question that's 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 applicable to to the end of the conversation. But I want to raise it now. Because Mbekizeli raised this particular issue, there's the Senzo Meia case that's 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 operating at the moment, yes. and and we have a particular recommendation for that particular judge Maumela to be suspended, yes. and everybody yes. now, even when I looked at him today in that particular court in that particular room, and I'm thinking, you're there is a suspension notice over your head for certain issues that you know your peers have raised and you cannot but go to the fact of asking on a competency level then you know what happens in this particular case because you 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 are facing suspension one one cannot get past that the other aspect then of this particular suspension, as Mbekizeli says, you will then continue with your case. But does it have some form of 
you know, come back at a later particular stage where a person who is criminally charged in front of him is found guilty with a judge who ultimately is facing a suspension and might be suspended and during that suspension actually is finishing his case. Is there a a way of, you know, for, for a particular person who's, who is facing particular charges in front of him found guilty to then begin to question the process later or is is there no questioning of it because we're not really dealing with the 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 fact that a judge is not cap- capable here of making the correct decisions it's more an administrative aspect uh Denzel, you you're raising a, a very critical and genuine point mm. but I would take a sensible approach to that. Mm. The sensible approach would be to limit this conversation Mm. to our impending um, or intended rather Mm, mm. interdict and and pendability or pending review application, Mm. uh, which is to interdict the president of the Republic of South Africa, not to implement Mm. the the judicial service commission's uh, recommendation or mm. decision to recommend the suspension of the two judges mm. and when i'm saying i lim- i would like to limit this conversation to that i'm i'm saying that deliberately mm. because what what you are raising mm. it's quite a critical issue mm. to say if we subject ourselves as as accused persons mm. before a judge who has a cloud hanging over his head, mm. who may be suspended at any time, mm. who ultimately we may have a suspension if the president is inclined to. And, and who over a narrative has begun to form. So, yes. And, and would then the question arises to say, uh, have I been, been found guilty or acquitted by a suspended judge? Mm. What does that speak to, to the entire mm. process? I think that's where you're at. Yes. And, 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 and I refuse to go there <laughs> deliberately. So mm. no, f- I choose to mm. take a sensible approach mm. with respect. No, got you. Let's, let's talk about the, 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 the issue that you've just raised, because it was what one of the other questions that, remember, I said I'm going to the back of the conversation to ask you that particular question, and then I'm going to come back. Because I, I, I suddenly thought, you know, it's applicable now. I was going to ask it at the end of the conversation, but let me deal with it now. The, the, the question then is, uh, in my head, what then can you do? as the Amalgamated Lawyers Association, having taken the view that you have um, and having, you know, argued the points that you have, in essence, there is this recommendation to the president of the country to deal with the two judges in a specific way. And your intervention then, apart from merely being critical of, you know, the, 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 the resolution or the decision, there needs to be an intervention an intervention of some sort. I think you've answered that by suggesting that you're going to interdict the process. Yes. Ex- yes. Just talk to that for us a second. Yes. Um, well, I'll start at the end to the beginning, from the end to the beginning section. Mm. S- seems like me and you are doing that at the moment. We're working from the back to the front. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Section 177, subsection 3 of the Constitution, uh, Denzel, it, mm. it talks about, uh, or it provides rather that the president, um, uh, on the advice of the Judicial Service Commission, may mm. suspend a judge who is um, the subject of a procedure in terms of subsection 1. Subsection 1, it, it would be to, to deal with the, the, the removal on the basis of incapacity, grossly incompetent mm. uh, um, aspects or guilty of gross in misconduct and so on. Mm. So now the, the president is not bound by the recommendations which mm. ordinarily would have been made mm. by the Judicial Service Commission. Mm. 
And if if we read from one of the articles, I think they captured this to to a certain extent mm. that um, the Honourable Mulambo JP once, or rather, it's not for the first time he laid complaints. They mm. date back to 2010, mm. and apparently, this was even um, um, this had even landed on the desk of the the former president Jacob Zuma. Mm. to say they must be suspended or they may, they, they must be suspended mm. the very same um uh, or amongst others one of the of the judges mm. hearing so the question but, is of recurrence yes the question of recurrence but mm. the former president was disinclined mm. so we 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 are likely to see that but shooting straight or cutting to the chase mm. we we are bringing an interdict application pending the review mm. so once our interdict application as the amalgamated lawyers association is issued and served upon mm. the president of the republic of south africa mm. the advisors to the president the legal advisors to the president would speak reason mm. to 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 the situation to say under the prevailing circumstances we can't uh, suspend mm pending the word, the review, because the review application might reveal otherwise. Mm. So the sensible approach would be the pres- for the presidency not, to, not to, 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 to suspend. I'll just give an example. We have another matter mm. wherein uh, it's a Limpopo division of the High Court uh, uh, matter, which is before the Houting local division of the High Court in Johannesburg, mm. wherein we have interdicted pending review the appointment of um, a recommended judge who was supposed to be the judge president of the Limpopo division of the High Court mm. uh, following the interviews which were held in October 2022. To date, of that particular judge has not been elevated to the position of judge president because of the Amalgamated Lawyers Association interdict mm. and review application, mm-hmm. which was served upon the president of the Republic of South Africa to say, do not appoint mm. this recommended candidate because there are still issues X, Y, and Z that he has to deal with, mm. which we believe the Judicial Service Commission may may not have um, uh, handled the issues in a manner which we thought should have been handled. Sure. So we 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 we, we are fortified in our conscience that uh, the president might take that approach. Sure. And and just for clarity, before I go to Mukwevu uh, and Tebogo and come back to you, Mbekezeli, is let me just understand this and for the listeners to also understand, you are not here representing the two judges. You are dealing with this as, as an organization out of concern where you are watching something uh, unfold, but you are not particularly representing uh, the two judges whereby they would have come and asked you to, to represent them as in a, a, a legal process, for example. I thank you for that, Denzel. It's very, very important. Mm. We, we do not have instructions from the two judges concerned. Mm. We have not spoken to them. We don't know them mm. as in personally, safe to say, we read about these things as they are communicated, these decisions, we interrogate them. And we, we are always for principle of legality. Mm. Simply put, uh, Denzel, I'll just give you an example. The principle of legality, it interrogates the means that have been used to achieve an end. Mm. It speaks to the rule of law. For example, if the law says when you get to a red traffic light, you must stop, mm. That's the, that is the law as we know it. Mm. Then you drive past that red traffic light and hardly two meters after driving past a red traffic light, you are accosted by law enforcement officers or agencies to say, but then you, 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 you breached or you, you, you violated the law. Mm. And you now come with an explanation to say, I'm conveying a sick patient, I'm a patient, I'm running, I'm, I'm running late, I'm actually rushing to the hospital with this sick patient that I have here in my vehicle. But the law enforcement officer would say to you, but the law says when... To mm. get to a red traffic light, you need to stop. That is the law. Mm. So you do not come with other means which you think justify 
your your conduct. Mm. We look at the means that have been used to Got achieve and end that this was wrong. Got you. So simply put, we interrogate the means used to achieve an end as the Amalgamated Lawyers Association to say, but here there may be an elephant in the room and we seek to interrogate Got it you. and we are not representing any of the justices concerned under the circumstances. Got you. Mukwevo? Hello, Denver. Hello, sir. How are you? I'm good, Chief. Now I have a problem with this justice of South Africa. Yeah. Uh, unlucky, it's just on the sense of me. Well, you know, things that is confusing me. The every story after story, I don't understand because they don't speak on the first story where they got statement from the start of those that that, that matter when it happened. Mm. When he got shot, you hear now even if all those. It's another story after another story. It's another story. No, we have to speak on what we got there. There were people inside the house. He got shot. Who is that person who shot him? Mukwevu, I got you. Mukwevu talking to the case that's in front of us and watching those uh, criminal cases and and making a comment on that. Mukwevu, uh, I'm 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 going to. Ask you, Tebojo, quickly. Tebojo? Hi, Denzel. I'm guest. Sure, man. Yeah. First, I, I want to align my thought with the Amalgamated Lawyers Association. Yeah. Uh, that's first. Number two, I, I really don't understand the issue. Even if I want to, I don't want to think on it that is political, but I'm tempted to believe that this is political. Mm. Because how do you now, I mean, just at, at, at when we supposed to a judge supposed to preside over the case of Senzo Mayer, a great a big case like this one, mm. and then you suddenly tell the judge that you you are actually facing suspension. Mm. I mean, it doesn't make sense. Why didn't they tell the judge long time ago? Mm. I, it, it, so I'm 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 saying this is a matter of political interference, and as long as. In our, uh, uh, we are going to allow po- political leaders or political people to interfere with our judiciary. Mm. I'm telling you, we 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 are gone. They started with everything. Now they are taking the judiciary. We, this is the last leg that we are left with in the country. Once the judiciary is attacked, and then we are we are finished. So I think as society and civil movements and other opposition parties, we need to do much to to fight this thing and to protect our our judiciaries, because otherwise we are done. Sure. Tebojo and Pritz. Mbeki Zeli, let me... Uh, the, I mean, Tebojo making a statement there and, and the other caller really talking to what's going on in that particular case, aspects of that. Let me let me ask you this, and, and I'll just go back to the ill health personal issues and also the issuing of, of an apology in that particular nature. Judges, when we, when we ultimately, you know, view them and look at them, are also human beings and, and go through all of these issues of mental health and, 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 and other issues. Uh, is the issue of, you know, mental health and 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 judges and how they relate to that and the kind of pressure, um, the intense emotional investment they have to they have to make is is you know the long working hours and 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 you know the inroads into family time that's that that they that normally takes off them. Are those considerations when we actually look at someone like a judge who? Who begins to do his work, but we we don't judge them according to how we would judge ourselves in our normal working places. Um, suddenly, we put them on a on a different pedestal and and we judge them separate from all of those kind of things. Uh, well, Denzel, I I hundred percent agree with you. Our judges work extremely hard. Mm. Um, the vast majority of them give much more than any other person who has a job does right Mm. they work hard they give up their holidays their long weekends there isn't any time hardly any time that they spend with their families Mm. and and their job is traumatic right to go through the photos of a murder scene or a a rape victim all of that is traumatic Mm. and and 
they are not given enough support. We know that for a mm, fact. Mm, they are not mm. given enough support to deal with the difficulties of the job. Mm. And and this is precisely why we as Judges Matter are saying we welcome this tribunal because mm. we want it to go that far to interrogate the kind of workload that judges uh, in Pretoria have judges in the Gauteng division, and, and, and also nationally, what kind of pressures do judges have or face through their workload, and what kind of support are they given? Mm. And, and to what extent is that support actually falling short to the point where we see now judges delaying the judgments that they are supposed to give? So that is, that is precisely it. We're not looking at the two individual mm. judges we're looking at the systemic issues because those are the ones that actually would have a lot more impact on the wider judiciary as an institution. So, so that is why we are, are, are saying this tribunal should, should go ahead, in fact. Mm. And, and also just to also note at this point, there isn't any wrongdoing mm. on the part mm. of, of the judges necessarily. Mm. And, and we shouldn't be quick to condemn the two judges because for all we know, the tribunal could very well find that they, under the circumstances, mm. they they didn't do much that was uh, punishable. And, and the suspension itself is not a punishment, and we shouldn't look at it like that. Sure. That's why I get really worried when people mm. are saying, look, how can a judge who is um, being suspended, um, being, still being able to preside over a criminal case? Mm. And that is the wrong mentality to have. In fact, what is currently happening is that there is this investigation and what the suspension means is that he cannot take on any new work yeah true but he must continue with the work that he's currently doing because he's still a judge completely able to do the job of mm. a judge the issue that is before the, ju- the judicial conduct tribunal is the pace at which he delivers his judgment mm. and, and it's and it's not it's it's not about how he delivers his judgments it's about the administrative aspect of 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 his office rather yes absolutely it's 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 to do with what happens be- because judges are trained in the law and only learn to to work with the law the other issues, the other support systems are there to help sure. the judge uh, uh, um, work optimally. And so that is part of what the tribunal will be investigating. These systems that should be helping judges do their work optimally, are they working as best as they should? Got and you. is there an intervention that could be made to help judges do their work better? That is what this is all about at the end of the day. Bekizeli Benjamin, I'm going to say thank you so much for joining me here on Power Perspective. It's an absolutely enlightened conversation conversation tonight. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. Advocate uh, Tsunzuka, I want to say the, the name is, is translated remembering. Yes, remember, yes. Remember. <laughs> yes. Ah, you're in the right profession, Chief. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank, you, thank, thank you so much for, for, for bringing so much clarity to the topic tonight. Thank you so much. Have a great evening, Feather. We are grateful for the opportunity as well and to my uh, brothers as well. Thank you. Advocate Sunzuka Maluleka, of course, is president of the Amalgam Lawyers Association, and you heard him there saying they are bringing an interdict application in this particular regard uh, and interdicting the president. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.